Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hello, everyone. Tom Merritt here. This is part of our free preview week, possibly the last thing you're going to get in your feed that's part of free preview week. Uh, it's called the, the DTNS bonus show, but we also refer to it in the show as DTNS Rewind. It's something that goes to folks in our Patreon at the $10 a month level and above, where we look at the news stories from 10 years ago. Sarah and I look at actual lineups we did when we were part of Tech News Today and discuss the stories from then in light of what we know now, like what are the things we don't realize were that long ago? What things are still true now? What things have changed entirely? Uh, so please enjoy this. And if you're already a patron, but you're like, hey, I don't get these. I'd like that. You might want to investigate upgrading your tier to the co-executive producer level. Or if you're not a patron at all, um, this is one of the things you can get as a patron. Enjoy. Welcome to 2013. This is the DTNS Bonus Rewind Show, where we go back and look at old tech news from 10 years ago. At least that's what we're doing these days, looking at 10 years ago. And compare it to what we know of the future of 2023. Who's with us? Sarah Lane. I'm with you, Tom. Roger Chang. I'm with you. Hey, Tom. It's great to be at this reunion. Scott Johnson. I am also with you. All right. Imagine if Scott was like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> Actually, no. You. Never really liked September 2013, <laughs> September 2013 after all. Bad, see y'all. for me. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Peace. Yeah, no, don't want to revisit. <laughs> Bye-bye. I kind of yeah. don't. We were closing on our house, and I hated it. So, yeah. I'm, you're, I'm, but you uh, love the house. You, you just hated closing. I can't really remember what terrible thing happened in September of 2013, but I'm sure there was something. No, I got a proposed contract yeah. renewal in September oh, I got laid off. That's not oh so like okay that. right <laughs> there we are there that we contract are. was yeah never, never well, a little this and that yeah mm. uh also nokia was having a bad month because it sold most of its phone business to microsoft oh that was then i yep. Weird. remember like we were all thinking like oh microsoft in the phone business what microsoft get in the devices and services yeah. unit uh, Nokia granted Microsoft a 10-year non-exclusive license to its patents. That's expiring now. Oh, my. You think they're renewing them or yeah. trying to do something with those now? Probably I think they not. probably stopped using them a long time ago. Well, so. the Lumia. Yeah. Like, I remember at the time being like, okay, if you're Nokia, you're not thrilled. But it kind of made sense. Well, yeah. just consolidate think, and see, you know, how the branding might go forward. Sure. I don't I don't remember, but I don't think anyone was laid off. They just had new 
bosses, like the, their whatever division they were. Yeah, for Stephen people. Elop became EVP of Devices and Services, uh, and then uh, was was in charge of that stuff at uh, at Microsoft. He had left Microsoft. I didn't realize this till I saw this old rundown note. He had left Microsoft to become CEO of Nokia in 2010. Oh wow! So it was okay. a return for him. Those Lumia phones, uh, to this day, I, I still think those were really pretty. They were they nice. Were, I, I like the phone, and this is what bugged me about the whole thing. I actually used the, um, the, the was it the, the Microsoft phone for at least like a month and a half, and I thought it was a really good experience. What bugged me was that it was only from one branded phone. Not that there's, I have anything against Nokia, but I, I felt it would be more like the Android experience that you would have a bunch of handset makers versus the uh, the Apple where it's all ours. It was unusual of Microsoft, right? Because Windows you you put on on lots of devices, and it was it was odd when Microsoft began start to make laptops and, and tablets with Windows on it. Whereas with the phone, I I know that Microsoft would let other people make Windows phones, it's just nobody did. Yeah. I remember at the time too when they bought this um there was a sense anyway uh, that that this was Balmer's way of correcting because he would famously really down talk to iPhone after it was announced in 2007. And he was like, yeah, this thing's too expensive and no one's going to buy these and they want keyboards and, you know, all that stuff and didn't see the Android thing coming. Like he's just completely blindsided and they missed out. This felt like them going, or at least it felt to me like they were going, all right, well, now we're going to buy it. These are done. I mean, we've got phones over there already, plus a brand everybody loves and uses, and we're going to make these new phones and Windows phone. Blah, blah, blah. I, yeah. and, and they just didn't have the, whether it's follow through or just didn't have any initial numbers for them to, to do what they had to do. But it was kind of a bummer. I, I was rooting for them. I, I was hoping I mean, for the, I really enjoyed the experience. I know they tried the whole unify the whole tile uh, UI, and it, it worked really well on the phone. Um, but it, it's like light cola. You, you can't come in. So late in the game after Pepsi and Coke have It was a good move for Nokia, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nokia did fine. I think they, I think they probably... They basically uh, got ahead of what uh, HTC and LG and, and others have had to do over the, the, next, the following 10 years in mm-hmm. saying, yeah, we'll just license our name to HMD. They can make phones in our name, so there'll still be Nokia phones out there, but we don't have to incur any losses. Yeah, and money. there's no nobody's putting that name on anything now, right? That's just Nokia. A dumb yeah, deal. yeah. No, that's what I was just saying. HMD oh, is making phones with the Nokia name, and Nokia just gets oh, money for that. Nokia I didn't realize that, that was HM- happening. Yeah, I'm sorry. HMD pays Nokia for the right, right to the make right the phones. Um, now I'm saying that I now I'm starting to re- remember there might have been a story recently that that license went to somebody else besides HMD. That could have been another brand because HMD was also making BlackBerry phones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Nokia is not wow. losing money on phones because they're not the ones making it. No, their money—they got a different way of getting the money now. <laughs> yeah. On September fourth, twenty thirteen, Eurogamer reported that Sony was working on a device similar to the Oculus Rift VR headset for the PS4. Whoa! Turns Whoa. out they were right. <laughs> yeah, they were right about that. And look how well it worked out. We are well, all using I mean, PS4 yeah. VR. Yeah. PS4 VR one worked. It sold really well, like yeah. surprisingly well for yeah. an add-on no, accessory. It, it, I, I, that was snarkier than I meant it to sound. <laughs> just, just where we are in VR today. Yeah. This was, you know, 
early early stages. Early yeah, stages. for sure, for sure, very early stages. And I'm had Meta even, or not even Meta, but Facebook even bought Oculus yet? I don't even know when that happened, but I don't think no, that they hadn't. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was still not like in 2013. Still Oculus, the brand, and yep. and all that. But PSVR one was a big success. I can t- I can tell you now, jumping ahead though, PSVR two has not sold that well. It's been kind of bad, and it bums me out. Partly because of price, well, probably. I don't know. I think there's a lot of there's competition, kind of, and a lot of speculation of like, well, what's the next big thing? Mm. You know, and that's I think we've been in that period for about five years now. When it comes yeah, to yeah, they VR also stuff. made the cardinal sin of not making backward, backwards compatible with the previous VR games on PSVR one, so you couldn't move most of right. that forward. Yeah. Some You're of it never, has, yeah. some You're of it has get, like, oh, there's a new the version of it. Your... You got to pay ten bucks to get the new version or whatever, but not good enough. They really should have made that. I think people it. were more excited about VR. 10 years ago than they are now though yeah well because yeah. it was like it, it was a fresh field like who's gonna who's gonna come in with the well the it was also that, you know the yeah. future mm-hmm. and now we're kind of like well we've seen some hints of the future i mean i'm a vr enthusiast but only for like a couple apps you know i'm not you know wearing a headset uh more than an hour a day maybe um so yeah, the the uh, the future of VR, and I know Apple would love to own that, uh, will be interesting in the next year or so. But yeah, I think a lot of people were, have have just sort of lost interest. Our question uh, on Tech News Today at the time was, would this give Sony's PS4 an edge over the Xbox One? <laughs> the answer is no. No. It didn't need this <laughs> to get an edge yeah. over the Xbox One. <laughs> Sony scored too many exclusives for yeah. that to, to swing it. Didn't hurt well, it either, but no, Sony just outperformed him in general. But yeah, it wasn't the fault of it wasn't because VR took off on one and not the other. September ninth, twenty thirteen was interesting. California, uh, according to this Ars Technica article, poised to implement the first electronic license plates. Oh my. Plates would be a screen that could wirelessly receive updates. Uh, including information like stolen or expired. Wow. Cool. I have. Yeah. I I I assume that I reported on this. I don't remember this exactly, but uh, if I had at the time, I probably would have been like, okay, so if for some reason I'm driving down the freeway and my license plate says stolen. <laughs> But like it wasn't me, you know. It, you know, just uh, mistaken identity, whatever. I can see there being a lot of issues with this, which is probably why this didn't catch on. Yeah, I mean, well, I was in- sure, but that I mean, if you were reported stolen when you didn't steal your car, that's the, the same. I don't know. I I feel like that's less of a reality. I think these didn't catch I, on because they're just unnecessary. Well, <laughs> it's it, it did. There was no. Yeah, I mean, it was unnecessary, and there wasn't anything that it was doing that needed to be done. Right. That's a really good point. What is the point? To replace metal printed things, I assume, so you save on material waste, I guess. Yeah, but for like the end user, it's such a minor, minor aspect of car ownership, other than putting on the little sticker. 
Well, it's also a giant transition because you don't, you can't just yeah. automatically have it. So everybody's car now suddenly has an LED screen on the back of their car. It was, it was uh, e-ink or e-ink. Sorry. Yeah. So, but either so way, this, this was very retro, low power. Right. Um, but you'd have to retrofit cars kind of like electrics. You no, you just, could, you, you know. could, you could just yeah. glue these it's, on. It's, it's a, called it's the R plate. plate. So yeah, they were modular that way. You could just stick yeah. them on. Didn't yeah, it was on a self-contained band, unit. Five-year oh, battery, Bluetooth, and LTE connectivity. Didn't need I a really lot of... like this in theory. Yeah, I do. You can still uh, get it. Yeah, it's really? six hundred. And if you want to steal a oh. car or something, you already had methods. Six hundred dollars for no versus no <laughs> for, dollars for which to obfuscate the license plate. So you know, this, this, this is this not... is why it didn't ca- catch on. It's six hundred freaking dollars. Yeah, that's too much. I mean, mind. people who around here drive with paper. Plate. No way. <laughs> I've seen I've seen more paper license plates than I have digital places please. I don't well, think I've ever seen a digital one that I know of. I'm yeah, sure I have. Well, the paper, that's seen. just when you lease a car or buy a car and you just you would haven't think, gotten your plates yet. But after two years, some of Or you're like me and you just don't put the plates on because who has a screwdriver? <laughs> Where <laughs> would you even get that? one? Where would Where you, you get <laughs> one? Oh, my God. It's too bad this isn't video because there's y'all, like... Y'all... Y'all think, y'all, y'all think I'm some sort of genius? Come on. Come on I now. can't do that. Uh, also, it was September. So even 10 years ago, Apple was announcing new iPhones. Uh, and this was the iPhone 5S. Oh, boy. Mm. And 5C, which was their first, like, cheapie. The $99 Oh, yeah, 5C. the plastic phones. Yeah. yeah. So the 5S was the little... That was the last little one. Um, well, the five the... was the first long one. Yeah. Oh, right, right. And the five S was the same. Right. Same but the six size. had the six had the essentially the the max option or the pro, yeah, or whatever yeah. they called it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I have fond feelings for the S. Five S. I don't know why. Just really? for whatever reason, that marks like a fun era for that phone. I enjoyed it. The first time Japan's NTT Docomo got the iPhone. Back when Whoa. you had to get the iPhone on your carrier. Mm. First time oh. China got the iPhone at launch. Ten years. Oh, wow. Mm. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know how many of you use slow-mo video, but it was kind of like the, and look what you can do. Like a videographer. Yeah. And I don't, I don't in 2013... I happened to do a fair amount of like international travel where I was like trying to be very artistic and it really came in handy. I remember being like, wow, so cool. Don't have to use a third party app for this, which you could before. Yeah. Yeah. This will, so I just check in to see what the jump is. Back then it was 720p maximum, two, uh, 120 frames per second. The phones currently support, or as, as of the 14, I don't know if the 15 got bigger, but, uh, 1080p at 240. So they, wow. they effectively doubled the frame rate. Wow. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. 
Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe tap to pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Also, Touch ID. Touch oh, ID. Yeah, Touch ID. Old. That's right. Sarah, do you uh, miss Touch ID still? You've talked about that sometimes. You don't want I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've kind of given it up because Face ID works. Uh, it works fine. It actually works really well. But <laughs> yeah. Touch ID just made more sense to me. And Touch ID is something that I'm, you know, well, now it's like Palm ID with Amazon stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's not my cross to bear anymore. Right. Uh, but I, I was mad about that for a few years. I yeah, really I remember was. you not. Uh, you were not happy. I was bent out of shape. I just, it just felt like something that was easy versus something that was not. You um, finished But the I think a lot process. of us have gotten used to it now. So, sorry, yeah. Tom. I said you finished the grieving process. I yeah. did. You yeah. finally got to I, acceptance. So, yeah, yeah, I. I am in acceptance and, you know, maybe a little bitterness, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. Acceptance isn't? isn't bitter free. I think yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Google security executive Heather Adkins told TechCrunch Disrupt 10 years ago that any startup that relies on passwords as its main method to secure users and their data needs an abuse team set up to deal with customers getting compromised. Oh, she said, goodness. Passwords are done. At Google. Whoa. Well, that isn't true and, at all. You know, how interesting that, at, you know, from that day forward, uh, no, nope. uh, no one ever entered a password. No ever. Google app ever needed a password from <laughs> that day ever. forward. Yeah. Even words. when you need to check in and verify the account. They don't, you know, though, doesn't... all kidding aside, uh, Adkins is totally right. We're still yeah. trying to grapple with that and I mean, figure out, pass. you know, what the what the right thing is because uh, passwords are not good enough. She, they she simply aren't. A hundred percent right. The passwords were not good enough ten years ago and still aren't. Nobody relies on just passwords anymore. I think she was right about that. If if she had said it a little differently, I think she'd be a hundred percent right. Which is only passwords, which I think is probably what she meant. Like just passwords alone with nothing else is done. And that was done 10 years. She was 100% right. And almost no one who cares about, and certainly no site that cares about security, doesn't have some kind of second factor or we've detected unusual sign-in behavior or or something like that. Um, and Google is done with relying on just passwords. That That part is true. But Sadly, we haven't moved on to passkey for everything or Fido or, or which I think was 
what she was thinking is we were going to like have this Fido Alliance thing come along in a couple of years and then wipe out passwords shortly thereafter. And that didn't happen. Yeah. I think it's fine to reach that to the sky on that stuff. Cause that, you know, the more, the more, the more protected our data is the better, but she'd probably be pretty happy. Well, I mean, not that she died or anything, but if somebody asked her today, how do you <laughs> uh, feel remember about this? Yes, yes. She probably feels <laughs> pretty good. Ms. Well, she probably feels like there's been progress. If I had to guess, who knows? But I mean, in 2013, I think there were a few of us who were like password managers. That's the way to go. And people go, oh, it's too hard. Or, eh. you know, I just use the same password across yeah. multiple, oh you know, God. that sort right. of thing. That yeah. was the conversation you were having. And now, maybe still with some people, but now it's sort of like password managers, not that secure, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> depending on the password manager. So it's like we're having the same conversation as we're trying to get to the ultimate better place. Yeah. But, and, you know, it's been a decade. The iPhone 5S came out. So a year before that was the iPhone 5, and that was the first one that I had been using Google Authenticator when I changed over. I remember this vividly because I was setting up the iPhone in a hotel room uh, in September because I was at Veronica Belmont's wedding. uh, And I was like, oh, I have to use Google Authenticator. How's this going to work moving to a new phone? Uh, and, And I was able to make it work. But I had just started using second factors on Google. So almost exactly a year before Heather Atkins said this. Wow. You were you were uh, on the uh, cutting edge, Tom, as usual. I don't know if it was cutting. It hurt. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. Cutting edge, I yeah. would sharp. say. I would sharp. say. You yeah. can give the yourself bleeding that. Edge. The bleeding yeah. edge. The bleeding edge. I was oh, bleeding. <laughs> the bleeding edge. That's more dramatic. Come on. Uh, September 13th, 2013, Twitter filed for its IPO. Yeah, oh, God. Mm. And they've been so well funded and operated ever since. Reported less than okay. Just get it out. Everybody hate on. Twitter. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I am so over hating on Twitter, but go ahead, get it out. I'm yeah. not hating on Twitter. Roger, was. I'm not. What? Roger what was. did Twitter do? I never Twitter said I was tired of it. Just sat there and got bought <laughs> and got you know <laughs> replaced for scrap metal. Yeah. Uh, Twitter has filed S1 for IPO. Must report less than a billion dollar annual revenue. Uh, or it couldn't be confidential. So that, that we were reading the tea leaves, I think is what this note meant. Like, must mm. be less than a billion dollar annual revenue, which guess what? It always has been. <laughs> yeah, I don't think more. it ever passed a billion dollar annual revenue. And I will say, and this is extremely regional, uh, but I knew uh, quite a few people who were worked early at Twitter in some capacity, product or marketing or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they made a lot of money off this IPO. The kind of money where you never have to work again kind of money. Mm -hmm. Um, money. And, you know, it was right place, right time in many senses. Although, you know, you wouldn't have the job if you weren't smart to begin with. So, you know, it's It's not all happenstance. Successful startup story, right? It is. Um, And yet, uh, many of these people were just sort of like... Well, I'm glad I got out when I did, uh, mm. because the IPO was sort of the beginning of a very, very different era for Twitter. Public companies all have to deal with this. Twitter was not uh, alone. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's been quite a wild ride since. Mm-hmm. Twitter, 10 years ago, was a private company. 
but now it is again. On September 16, 2013, Netflix uses pirate sites to determine what shows to buy. <laughs> what? Netflix Vice President of Content Acquisition Kelly Merriman said, We look at what does well on piracy sites when purchasing series. Prison Break is exceptionally popular on piracy. Reed Hastings said, Certainly there's some torrenting that goes on, and that's true around the world, but some of that just creates demand. Netflix is so much easier than torrenting, you don't have to deal with files. You don't have to download them and move them around. You just click and watch. Uh, sounds and so rudimentary. He's right, but it's just, we're, I can't believe we were ever talking like that. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's, it's figuring out what the, what your potential customer base is looking for. Netflix in this era was, in my opinion, uh, being honest and going like, yeah, piracy really doesn't hurt us. It's way easier to use Netflix than to deal with torrents. Anybody who's dealt with torrents knows it. Uh, maybe it's worth not paying nineteen ninety nine a month for Netflix. Depends on your situation. I could totally see where it would be. Uh, but there's no arguing that Netflix isn't easier to use. And I think it was smart of them to be like, what's popular? Well, let's look at what people are torrenting. That's popular. Yeah. Let's acquire it. I yeah. mean, this sounds to me kind of like uh, when Game of Thrones was, you know, the most torrented yeah, show right. ever. You know, and uh, HBO execs at the time were like, do it. We're flattered. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't because they wanted you to get the show for free. It was because it was word of mouth and mm -hmm. the momentum. Um, and I think in the early days, Netflix was was using that, you know, that same data of like, okay, we'll figure this out eventually, but let's figure out who likes our stuff. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where we become... And you the know, big lie that there is a lot of money lost to piracy. There is some money lost to piracy. I'm not, not trying to say there isn't. In fact, Netflix just demonstrated kind of a version of that when they cracked down on password sharing and, and their revenue went up a little bit. But that's it. They're not going to make any more revenue after that round. It's not It's not nearly the number, the eye-watering numbers that get thrown around sometimes. No, I agree with that. On September 18th, 2013, YouTube uh, reportedly would begin adding offline viewing to its mobile app in November. Oh, uh, they do that now with... Yeah, but you got to uh, pay for YouTube Premium. Yeah, you got a Premium. Yeah. That's right. Premium is one of my favorite subscriptions. It's the one I I think I'm most interested in hanging on to all the time now. It, because of no ads? <laughs> no, no ads is a huge part of it, but the yeah. mobile experience is so I much thought, better on YouTube without... Call me crazy, that. but sometime between now and back in 2013, you could download specific videos to watch offline. Yes, you without... can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, you could and then. When they launched YouTube on Red... Yeah. They put it into Oh, uh, so it was an offering that was then bundled into something yeah. I had to pay for. Yeah. Which I just didn't. Got it. Yep. All yep. right. Now I remember. Yeah. Yep. Red. Never forget Red. I mean, <laughs> it was truly I know this is not what we're talking about, but every time it's that still... anyone says YouTube Red, I'm like the worst branding it was you could ever I can think of have worse. chose. No, Not a lot. I don't know. Not too many. <laughs> I don't know. How about at Twitter to X? That's pretty bad, but we won't talk about Twitter anymore. Yeah, just there. I don't think yeah. Twitter to X is that bad. I don't know why everybody's. I know everybody dislikes Elon. And that's fine. If you dislike Elon, dislike Elon. But 
if you take him out of the equation, Twitter changing its name to X is perfectly like, okay, that's it's what's weird. wrong. With that? yeah, yeah, I don't find it like offensive. Yeah, no, it doesn't kind of offend cool me. Name. I find it. I just find it pointless. I don't. I don't know what the point is. You take yeah, a brand see, people they, know and recognize and use all the time. Like, go watch a movie now where they bring up Twitter, which happens all the time. It sounds stupid now. Like, it used to be you were a brand. I mean, I still, even in a non-snarky way, like, if I write up a story, you know, I, I say, well, it's called X, so we're going to call it X. In That's a post on X, so-and-so tweeted, because <laughs> X itself hasn't, like, figured out its Post. own. You just say posted. Well, okay, but, you know. <laughs> I see, like, tweet, retweet. You know, it's like the they've. It says anyway. repost now. They finally. It's just, it's just pointless. Well, not on the Mac of us. Which is Elon Musk or which not? Is I don't know. Who, it would, wouldn't matter to me who did it. Yeah. Even if Twitter before all this said, "Hey, we're changing our name to X," I would I would go, "Why?" Do you feel but, the same way about Max? Ugh, can't believe they yeah. dropped HBO. Yeah, I hate that. You don't seem to it's bring annoying. it up as much though. Well, no, but it's because you know why? Because <laughs> you don't hate David Zaslav as much. I like the content there. Twitter's content has gotten demonstrably worse, yeah. and so I feel like that's that's, ar- that's arguably true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of content, uh, also on September eighteenth, twenty twenty or twenty thirteen, Microsoft uh, was reported to be working on TV projects for its Xbox One Entertainment Hub, uh, TV programming beyond the Halo series. Well, ah, we did yes, get a Halo then, uh, series. It came to Showtime, nah. and that's kind of all that Microsoft has ever done. Yeah, and in that case, they just handed the rights to some production yeah. company, and they made a show, yeah. so it's not quite the they same. Made yeah. They, they made a show. They had big good. plans. There was uh, also a lot of crossover plans. They were supposed to have multiple games in development that would have real TV yeah. counterparts, yeah. and they would go back and forth, and you get story chunks from each. It was kind of uh, it was ambitious. It was basically, it's basically what, taking the mcu but making it ha- making the the part that you play just as uh just as just as compelling not compelling but yeah compelling as the actual show yeah because you you couldn't really enjoy the whole thing without doing either aspect of it and they did that Which with that remedy game i forgot the name of the game though yeah. but it was it was sort of half half tv half live action half video game i just think it was a little harebrained and wasn't fully thought out so it didn't really stick it kind of suffered from the backtracking where they were like xbox one is an entertainment center and everybody's like shut up we just wanted to play games yeah yeah they when they walked it back it felt like all of this stuff got walked back which is well it's because i mean making 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 good original content isn't easy and it costs a lot of money yeah it's not cheap on september 23rd 2013 valve announced steam os Whoa. So that's interesting because the service itself just hit uh, 20 years this mm-hmm. year. So, so SteamOS is half the age of uh, Steam half-life. itself. Yep. Feels like SteamOS should be much younger than Steam, but it's not. That's... Roger, it is the half-life. That's a good point. And yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, they those guys... They had big plans for that. And it turns out it all worked out because in the end, Steam OS is what makes the Steam Deck run. And the Steam Deck is a gigantic, unmitigated success. And uh, they finally got, you know, Steam OS ended up being the thing that makes that thing amazing. So well done, Steam, I think. Yeah, this is one of those five years on, you would have been like, oh, this didn't work. And then 10 yeah. years on, you're like, actually, no, it ended up 
Yeah, being pretty works bad. Pretty and good. in hindsight, it all like it totally makes sense. Of course, it would work. The if smartest thing, the smartest thing Valve ever did was not go public. Is that's my personal opinion. They've been able to to do what they want, how they want, for the entire time. They're still a private ownership company. They have no interest in an IPO, even though everybody would make gigantic bank from it. And I think we, I, I believe in my heart of hearts, gamers have benefited from that. And why people hold steam in high, reg- high regard these days. All right, last one. And anybody living in New York, if you could snap a picture, if one of these still exists, send it to feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. New York State installed text stops along highways. Places Whoa. for you to safely pull over and use your text messaging. Text stops. Because text texting while driving, that was the, the, the big bugaboo. Ah, everybody's texting while driving and it's causing accidents. So they Can't created places for you to pull over called text stops. <laughs> I don't know why that seems silly now, but it does. So they had basically they just took park and ride facilities and rest stops and put up signs that said texting zone. I mean, it is an acknowledgement of a serious problem. I just don't oh, think it's it a very. I got rear-ended by a individual who was texting when she. But nobody talks to, about it anymore. Yeah. I complain. It's just about become it part of society it. that, like, oh, you shouldn't do it, but some people do. Yeah. And when they Far do, I honk. I honk at people who do. I get mad. And distract I them even more so they actually do get in a wreck. I just need them to. Them. We're at a light and they're <laughs> on it. And I'm like, Bert! and then if they look at me, I'll go Bert! like this. And they know what I mean. And it's usually teens and young 20s. Oh, and- oh no. In my experience, it's also people in their 30s and, <laughs> and 40s and, and 50s. 50s. I, and someone, 50s. Was, someone was creening in and out of their lane and I gave them a honk because they were about to collide with me. And that person, I don't know, something got up their butt, and then they, like, like I drove by them, and then they, I guess, two minutes later, they sped up and cut me off, like, Were really they texting? Fast. Or are you just telling well, the story that about po- road At that rage. point, I think that maneuver. I think, <laughs> okay. no, no, I think, I think it, it migrated from, like, dude, Roger's this guy honked at me because it's on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am. I, I, but I did not chase them or do anything reckless. I just thought it was Good for rather, you. Good, good, good man. For you, Roger. It was rather, uh, uh. Uh, rude of them. <laughs> it's very rude. Well, that is it for September 2013. How's everybody feel? Pretty good. Yeah, you know, I prefer on? 2023. Yeah. To be honest, I like I 2015 a lot. If I could pick a year and live in it again, that's a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>